0: What's going on, everybody? Oh, he changed it this time. He did it. (laughs) He didn't say
1: guys. (laughs) Oh, wow. Hey. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, what up?
0: (laughs) I I say, uh, what's going on, quitters, on my show every single week? And I realize it's like burned into oh, you my brain. Oh, have a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> it's burned into my brain. I tried to change the intro and it's so hard. The neural pathways are so firmly laid. It's like stuck.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Welcome to episode two now. Yep. Uh, I would like to acknowledge how, how much better I look in this episode. Yeah, you do? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is Connor. Like, yeah. <laughs> the, the better looking than last time, Connor.
0: Yeah, and I'm uh, Maxim. Uh, we're the co-founders of My Friend's Basement Studio.
1: Yes, we are. And um, yeah, getting back to uh, me looking good. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, I, I, um, I feel good about myself today. Nice. That's yeah. great. How do you feel?
0: I'm good. I uh, busted out these pants from the back of one of my drawers. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's like fall. I'm going to be biking. Like, I should get some type of pants. But I was like, I want to have comfort because I know I'm going to be sitting. Mm -hmm. But these pants are like Patagonia, like sweatpants. And oh, yeah, you got a Patagonia on too. And uh, I can't tell if these are meant to be underpants or pants pants. Because they have zippered pockets and they have drawstrings, which gives me outer pants vibes. Mm-hmm. But then there's the, the P-flap. Oh, that's but, tough. But there's no, you can't see through the P-flap. It's just like kind of a fake that flap. That seems like a
1: you problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone, David... Uh Part of the duo of S and
0: and D podcast re- recorded right before this one.
1: Yep, uh, told me that I look like a father who's going to disappoint his uh, kids on Christmas. Oh, that is exactly that's Ooh. what he said. I look like today.
0: <laughs> that's a good one. That's a really good rose. He, he
1: also uh, suggested I text the girl I'm seeing. Um, are you excited to be a stepmom? <laughs> <laughs> So, you said I had so much dad energy.
0: The, the energy of this outfit is I remember one time we were we we're about to start driving our annual Christmas road trip to Michigan. I'm a kid, right? Yeah. My mom is like, Oh, I got us muffins for the road. And mm-hmm. I'm all excited. I'm like, Yo, my mom probably got like eight blueberry muffins that we can eat on the way. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Brand muffins. Oh, They're brand muffins. That's what this crunchy this ass, is, ass granola outfit looks like. Is,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's, let's, so. This week, this week, I was thinking about because we're at the beginning of this podcast Mm -hmm. where we talk about the business behind running a podcast studio and the business of marketing podcasts, growing podcasts. Yeah. Um, since we are at the beginning, we are probably launching our show this week. Branding should be all set. Yeah. Uh, Intro. We will probably, this will probably be out in two weeks, but we should talk about launching a podcast oh, yeah. mm-hmm. because so many of our clients that are coming in now have recorded a backlog, including S and D hasn't yeah. launched yet. They should be the next podcast launching from the studio. So definitely look out for that. But yep. um,
0: we'll have links to their show in our description.
1: Yes. Yeah, when it comes out, it, we'll, we'll have it to should go be back out by the time and change it. Out. Hopefully yeah. um, the, a lot of the podcasts haven't launched here yet. Yep. And it's a very interesting time. I think it's a it's a humbling time for a lot of um, hopeful podcasters mm-hmm. because um, most podcasts don't make it very far. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> and so, what advice would you? Because you've you've just stuck with a podcast for a long time. What advice is really important? Let's say we're talking to either the clients who are mm-hmm. coming in here or people who are looking to start their own podcast. What would you tell them about launching a podcast?
0: I think I think launching a podcast, like, one, I think managing your expectations is so important. Because, like, if we're being real out here, if you don't already have an audience base or a fan base that likes content you make, you're going to start out completely raw on the podcast. Your listeners are going to be your friends, maybe your family or friends of friends. It's also going to be like um, friends of the guests you have on your podcast. Those are people who are going to tune in like and from that kind of pool of people, you're going to find your like weekly listenership. And that takes a lot of time. It takes like, honestly, like even don't quit your day job job after two years. Like I have not done a lot to market it. and I'm kind of relying on that organic podcast growth through guests and whatever and people recommending it like it's just. It, it is growing. It just takes a while. It's very slow. Like if you, I think the more aggressive, uh, the people who post more aggressively get more followers. And I think in the modern day and age, I'm starting to realize it's TikTok. Unfortunately, as much as I don't want to be a TikToker, like if you want people to listen to your podcast or grow your numbers, you got to put a clip up. You got to put clips up as often as possible. Like if, there's this podcast that I see on TikTok all the time and it's called the, the Good Children Pod and these guys are really funny. These two gay dudes talking about growing up as best friends together. And they're just good, likable guys and I see clips from them all the time and I'm like, dude, if I see one more clip, I'm just going to start listening to their show because yeah. it's, like, it's it's truly like a death by a thousand cuts type of marketing in TikTok. And like um, the other thing... So I guess rewinding a little bit, launching a podcast is kind of like your first steps are getting your logistics covered, you know, your RSS hosting. You want to get your YouTube set up if you do video. Yeah. Like kind of getting those out of the way. And then for like launch day, it's important that we, we tell everyone to do this. put out a trailer first to make sure your podcast is all available on all the listening platforms by the time you launch your first episode. And when we did um, when we did small town radio, we did like a countdown on Instagram,
1: we did a countdown, but we didn't know about the trailer thing, right? Because yes. in the past, um, I had moved an RSS feed. Actually, we should rewind RSS feed for yeah. anyone who like knows podcasts. I don't know if that's necessarily this target audience because we're uh, it will be, yeah, yeah it yeah. should be. But RSS feed, I think we can agree as podcasters, is the most uninviting name for yeah. a way to distribute your podcast, yeah. like. Even when we talk about it, or I, I talk about it with clients in here, I'm like, I don't think people are fully grasping what it is. It's not, it's not common vernacular, right? It's like it's something I think about only when I talk about distributing a podcast, yeah. which is is really frustrating. I feel like there's got to be better branding around that. It
0: it is, but it's also like it's not a unique to podcasting. No, thing, no, it's which is why not. it has to be like that. But the RSS feed is like. It's like the the stone tablets which you're engraving your podcast on
1: <laughs> yeah I mean I used to use it's actually very helpful if anyone's like doing a podcast targeting a specific thing RSS feeds for news are really helpful mm-hmm. um, so I know it's common in anything that you are post uh, any website that's posting a lot but it's just like it's RSS feed is super uninviting and then like you have to go find. Not only do you need to understand what an RSS feed is when yeah. you launch a podcast initially to even get it anywhere, mm-hmm. then you need to figure out how to distribute it. Yeah. And not a sponsor, nothing like no real connections, but we've always used Anchor. Yeah. Anchor was really great when I launched my first podcast. They good news of podcast. They put me on uh, their podcast of the week. Um, they put me on their preferred Slack uh, channel. Mm-hmm. And I, had, I actually signed an NDA with them at one wow. point about some new products that were coming out. I, th- I think I can talk about it after the thing is launched. I forget what the NDA was. <laughs> Better uh, not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was like they were very good to me. Their customer right. service was always good, and their whole mission is always to be free
0: and in free. And it's so simple. Yeah. It's like just the easiest thing to yeah. use ever.
1: You can schedule it out, and then. It will tell you, it'll help distribute your RSS feed to Spotify because Spotify owns them. That's mm. the simplest one. All the major platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, the other Apple. ones. Yeah. Um, so that's a good place to start. Um, I think, so we we created a launch guide to our clients yeah. in here because we have, I think we have seven or eight that haven't launched that have recorded with us.
0: Yeah. I guess working through that launch guide. We have a couple items, right? It's like setting up your email, setting up your RSS hosting, setting up your YouTube if you have it. But like kind of the essentials are like logo, yeah, maybe a description of the show, theme song, maybe some type of intro. Where do you where do you what do you have any uh hot takes on logos?
1: Um I don't. I think My hot take for any type of launch is don't get in the way of progress. Mm -hmm. If you're committed to the show, it can progress over time and changing it better. And that's just something like I think with any creative project, you go at it not uh, expecting to learn something along the way and to grow along the way. Right. So I don't have a hot take other than get one with a well it needs to be 3000 by 3000 pixels pixels dollars and, yeah <laughs> uh, and then you also need you should have one with a clear background you should have one that you can uh the clear background allow you to post put it on your videos it'll allow you to use it in a lot of different ways if you're doing making it yourself i think just having a clear background file yeah. um and then also Um, having one, having different dimension for YouTube, having different, like know the dimensions of the, of the social media you are going to be using. Yep. Yeah. If
0: you, if you commission someone, if you tell them like, I need like size for like Instagram photo, I need size for YouTube channel banner, YouTube icon. Like you can go through a list and have that logo, logo put onto different sizes, you know?
1: Yeah. And I think another thing that's really simple about logos that people will not think about is the utility of the font. Yeah. It's just a simple branding thing where you go, okay, I have chosen this font for my logo because there's usually some words Mm -hmm. typed there. And now I'm just going to use them for captions. I'm going to use them. uh, Don't quit your day job. I used
0: a free font called 3D Isometric. Yeah. And it just looks clean and it's just blocky, you know, very kind of video gamey style. And like I... I manually color in the logo like i on like when I do my logos on illustrator I'll like put the words there create outlines and then fill in the colors I want so it's not yeah. just like a kind of a one color font but I stick to that for my captions for my like all my logos everything everywhere I can I try to keep the font the same yeah so it feels like in like when you watch a clip from the podcast it feels like in the universe of that podcast
1: and that's what I I'd like to do with our stuff. Mm. We have our font picked out. Papyrus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Just starting to just stick with those things. It also yeah. simplifies things. You don't need to think about it over and over again. Yeah. If you have that clear uh, logo, clear background logo, and then the font, you can do a lot with very little. Yeah.
0: Um. Sim- I think like the simpler the logo, the better. Like if you got like, a big show with a big following you have some complex logo you put on a t-shirt like go for it but yeah there's nothing like what i love when i'm browsing through podcasts on like my google podcast app i'm like a fan now of anything that's just a solid color and just some easy text and maybe like a person's face or like a little thing you know yeah,
1: minimalism minimalistic minimalism. design it's i feel like it's very in right now and also it's just clean. If you it, just keep it simple, I
0: almost like along those lines. It's like look at look at the apps on your home screen and design your logo to feel like it looks like an app on your phone almost. Yeah, I mean, that's at least my taste.
1: I think music. It's pretty like either if you have a friend, I made the good news a podcast phone mm-hmm. uh thing uh intro music banging on a box and then just changing the bass Unbelievable. and claps. Oh my god, it took like so much time. I might up. Let me. I'll put it in the episode okay. maybe or share it in some way. Maybe I'll put it back in a, a clip on our Instagram. Um, but yeah, I literally just like hit a box and then started put the net metronome on Adobe Audition because we use the Adobe Creative Suite and then just started timing it up to what I had in my head. Wow. Um, so you can do a lot with a little. That's mm-hmm. the, more t- the bigger takeaway. Right. Like get creative. Uh, if you have creative friends. I also think this is another... Pro tip, we are a studio that is uh, made to be affordable for comedians and creatives, people that don't have a lot of money. Right. Um, However, I am of the mind as I get older and hopefully smarter, pay people to do the things you don't want to do. Yeah. I mean, if you're super gung-ho and you're like, hey, this is a podcast about me becoming creative, getting more creative, do all that stuff. Have fun with it. But if you're like, if the logo is going to be the thing that prevents you from making a podcast you always want to make, don't get in your own way. Spend a little bit of money. And then if you're serious about treating your podcast like a business or trying mm-hmm. to make money off of it, then in your head, it's very easy to justify. Go, I'm going to recoup this at some point right. if I continue to work hard. Yeah. Um. Or you just go, all right, is my $25, $50 worth the five hours I'm going to spend on this? Or would Mm. I rather spend more time with my significant other, with my family, watching a show, right? whatever it may be. Time is the most valuable thing. Save it with some money.
0: Yeah. I would say along those lines too, like on the, like the far low budget end is like, obviously make it yourself somehow. I think the ideas for that is like, if you can use Ableton or any type of music program, Go for it. Like I mean, musicians, you got a head start in this. But if you if you're not musically inclined and you want a theme song, you don't want to pay for it. You could also use royalty free music, I believe. Yeah. And uh, you can some some shows I've noticed do this is they will take clips, audio clips from their show, and kind of chop it up and mix it up in the beginning. So you start a show and you're listening to maybe just like a a, a dr- drum beat from the internet. And then they're putting clips of audio on that. And then when the show starts, you can tell. And yeah, I would also say um, if you're doing intro, intro music, might as well have some outro music too. Like the, the chances that your guests are making it to the end of your hour long, 45 minute recording plus it's, it's low. Once
1: I hear music, I skip, but at the end (laughs) to the next thing,
0: but that's fair. But it's, If you've ever been in the gym when a podcast wraps up and then it just ends in silence, it feels like, oh, is it over? Even though they say it's like a weird mental thing. So I'd say if you're also next step up, if you're paying for music, pay someone to do like an intro, maybe like an outro or make the outro just a piece of the intro music. And then maybe a filler in case you ever have like a bathroom break or a technical difficulty, something you can stick in the middle that feels... like th- it fits. I think
1: a solution to that for people on a budget or people who are trying to simplify is just get a loopable file. If yeah, someone's loopable. making for you, go, hey, can you loop this? Because then you can just put one after the other. If you need something yeah. longer, you can do something shorter. You can have a lot of variables. But I think uh, talking about even before, like the launch, the expectation, I think launching a show also encapsulates starting a show. Right, like we when we first met, we talked about small town radio, and I remember saying to you, like, we need to have a theme. We oh, need yeah. to have something other than just sitting and talking.
0: You and know, how, you know how happy I was when you told that to me. I was like, I had the same same thing in mind. Like, we need a theme. Well,
1: it's for me, and I, we have we have hangout podcasts. Yeah. Um, we just had bit heavy record for the first time. I don't know when their podcast is going to launch. Uh, Vikrant and Arjun uh, were in here and they even said at the top, like the world doesn't need, they, in their intro, like the world doesn't need another uh, buddy talking <laughs> podcast, but here we are. Yeah. And there are people who love it. I think podcasts can be used for so many reasons. I know um, people have podcasts just to catch up with their friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have one potential host coming in here who wants to call his buddy on Australia, yeah, and that's a medium to hang out and catch up. I think that's great. I don't. I'm not here to say, hey, you need to have a theme. You need to have uh, a target audience. That's not what this medium is for. It's free to everyone. But go out a, and have some, some have structure. Have a
0: structure. Have some type of skeleton or idea.
1: But also. I think the important part is to know yourself in our conversation. It was like, we want, we're comedians. We want this to be something. We want this to be a part of who we are creatively and we don't want it. We're not here to catch up with friends. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but that is not what we wanted. So I think the first step too, is to identify even Mm -hmm. before you launch, um, what, why are you doing a podcast? Right. Like if it's, if it's something that you don't know and you want to explore, that could lead to some frustration. Mm-hmm. I journaled last night um and I was thinking about it. I'm like, oh, I get really I, I start to change things mm-hmm. when I get really frustrated. Yeah. I start to take action when I'm frustrated. And I was like, huh. Maybe a little bit more self-awareness along the <laughs> way would allow me to change faster. Yeah. So I think taking that time to be like, all right, why do I want this? Okay. Then Understanding that I can go, do I want to pay for uh other stuff to get done because mm-hmm. I want this to be a business? Yes. Okay, then I do that. Right. This is a creative project for me and a buddy who we're gonna go DIY. Great. Those decisions get made for you if you start to self-identify mm-hmm. what your podcast is for. And yeah. I would say most people, when you get to the other side of the launch, are have really high expectations. Yeah. And we talked, you talked about a little bit managing them,
0: managing them. That's it's a big a really one.
1: important. Yeah. But I think that ultimately starts being like, okay, this is supposed to be a business for me. Mm. Okay. Then I need to hustle and do all these things. X, Y, and Z. Right. No, this is me and my buddy hanging out. Uh, okay. This is fine for me. Um, and then there's that whole range in the middle. Yeah. But understanding what it's for yes. is gonna make managing expectations very easy.
0: Yeah, so much better. Cause it's like, okay, for don't quit your day job, for example, like I'm just leveraging my network of creatives that I know to interview a new person every week. Yeah. It's not a high budget production. It's easy. There's no upfront research. There's not some big marketing push. If I had if I was doing a show that's I wanna be making money within the first like 15 episodes. Like, all of those episodes are going to sound amazing. I'm going to have lots of research for whatever topic I'm picking. My guest is going to be well-informed. It's going to be, like, tight. It's going to be a well-run ship. And there's going to be a lot of marketing leading up to launch. Like, yeah, because if you're just doing, like, a one-and-done thing, you really want to go high production value. But also... That also allows you to be like, oh, I know once I'm done with these 15 episodes, I'm going to be done for like a season or whatever. So you can kind of focus your efforts versus me where it's like my show is like, oh, I've distributed my effort over an indefinite amount of time. So like how much effort do I want to spend every week? How much hassle do I need to spend every week to keep this going? And what's my boundary? Like when when does it become too much, you know?
1: And so for people like I think everyone I don't in our level. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone who's launched a podcast and then had it blow up. I'm trying yeah. to think of like 10 episodes, 15 episodes like
0: there there's some some that went pretty well like
1: that, with people you know yeah. personally. Yeah.
0: But okay. I mean not like <laughs> like the big ones in New York City that come to mind are like Mango Bay and Asian Not Asian.
1: How long did it take them? Cuz they've been around for a while. Yeah, they've been
0: so I remember I think so Asian Not Asian is that episode like 250 or something which makes it five years in four or five and they they've had a fan base for a while mango bay got a fan base pretty quick but like they what they did is they leveraged kind of their content right there they talk about these specific things where it's like like and shout out to mango bay and asian Not asian yeah All, all great hilarious people excellent podcasts but like asian Not asian i talked to one of the original hosts fumi abe he no longer does the show anymore um but I talked to him. I was like, hey, how would you guys like grow your audience like early on? And he was like, oh, we posted our our show on like subreds that match the themes of what we talk yeah. about, which was primarily like Asian issues or Im- immigration and identity and stuff like that. And kind of the same thing for like Mango Bay. It was like, oh, what are we talking about? OK, let's post these episodes here. And then you're kind of gathering people from online from these communities to come in and listen. And then you're establishing an audience base. Yeah, I and think that was. Very smart. Very impressive. I have not
1: found my audience. (laughs) I mean, I I think that is, uh, I think we should get into marketing definitely in more detail in another episode. I think. uh,
0: (laughs) Managing expectations.
1: Managing expectations. But I think that's um, like knowing how you want to market it. Like what are your goals? It all comes back to that when you start a podcast because podcasting is just, it's a it's a ton of fun. And it's super easy to mm-hmm. do. But then you go in, in that managing expectations, figuring out um, your target audience, all of that. You, you need to then also manage how much time you're putting into right. it, how much energy you're going to give to it, how much emotional energy you're going to yeah. give to it. But I think for those podcasts that did blow up, mm-hmm. if that is something that you're interested in doing. That is your goal they had a target audience. They could identify and go, okay, we are talking to this Asian community or about this issue that affects our community. Yeah. And they knew those things. They knew where to go. Yeah. A lot of the podcasts who are in that in-between state, they're like, I want to have a podcast, but I also want it to be a business, don't necessarily know who to turn to. Yeah, And I think having that target audience in mind yep. when you start, will also help you narrow down what you talk about. It'll totally manage your expectations. I'm literally
0: like I'm after this, I'm biking home to do a recording for a new podcast I'm starting. And I'm like, I know what you're thinking. You started two podcasts in the same week. Yes. Okay. I'm up to three. Okay. But uh, it's like, we're doing a, I I'm I love the mobile suit Gundam franchise. And one of this comedian I know also likes it. And so we're like, Oh, like we should do like a watch along series for the new new, Gundam series that's coming out and for me I was like okay so it's gonna be an ep- a show where we are watching an episode every week for like 25 minutes yeah. and then take notes on all of it and then we're gonna talk about it for 35 40 minutes maybe you yeah. know just knowing that I'm like okay it's a very simple format where I keep returning to it until this show is over and season is over or whatever but also keeping in mind it's like who am I making this for this is just for other Gundam fans. I am going to post it in those communities. I'm going to find those people. I'm going to advertise there. And it might. it's not going to get huge because I know how niche that community is, but it's also like that's part of managing expectations is knowing how many people you can bring in for what you have and what the actual size of your community is.
1: Well, I think too, so I've heard target audience described in a way in a number of ways, but uh, one of the best and simplest ways I have heard about it, uh, and this is not This is not coming from me. This is Mm. something I saw from another podcaster. Uh, A target audience is people who blank and blank. So you need to define the people, and then they need to have two distinct characteristics. I'll give you an example. The podcast that I want to start, I want to do a seasonal podcast. It's fans of stand-up comedy Mm. who love learning about the craft and business of stand-up, and want to start performing interesting so okay. it's really niche and the whole idea people when they talk like about that. target audiences are like oh i the target audience should be as many you know the, the larger the target audience the more people that are going to be interested where in marketing and in general the people that have figured out go you know it's exactly the opposite you want to get really specific so you know you you don't want to show that half speaks to a lot of people. You want to show that some people are like this was made yes. for me and that um and from that you can other people are still going to watch, still going to listen, mm-hmm. but you really know um exactly who you're speaking to and then again it it helps you just focus right in. Like yeah. this is oh what is this person who has a people who blank and blank? What is this person like? Right. Uh, you just think about what the audience likes. But uh, obviously, that is at one end of the podcasting spectrum. Yep. Um, what time are we at? We're, we're about 30 minutes in, a little under 30 minutes in. A little in. over
0: 30, yeah. We got a couple more. But yeah, it's part yeah. of like launching. So launching is like really wrapping up in like pre-launch. Obviously, making a podcast is like have a good idea with the structure like know a target audience or have something in mind and also decide what you want to get out of podcasting. Mm -hmm. Like we're, and we're figuring out a lot of that as we go too. you know, like for my show, don't quit your day job. It's literally like my target audience is like creatives and people who are fans of the people who come on the show and they want to hear more about them. And then what do I want to get out of? It's like, I don't know. I just, I love doing this and I want to keep doing it. I always want to have a podcast and I love having a thing where I can invite people on and like, really dive into their stuff and have them leave feeling like, "Oh, cool, I'm on I have a record of this, you know." So like pre-launch is like obviously the show. We had the target audience, we have the structure, and we have the expectations. Yeah. And then launch. for launching, we have obviously like host your RSS as many places as possible. Get yeah. your trailer out before you put your first episode out. Make sure you're on all the platforms before you put your first episode out. So there's no, oh, I, I try to listen to your podcast, but it's not on Google yet or whatever, I'm you know? Of it. yeah. Uh, also, just uh theme song. You can go cheap. You can go big. But I'd say uh, do whatever you want with that. Just have fun with that. Yeah. Uh, I have received oh. feedback that mine is too long at 25 seconds. But
1: <laughs> Yeah, that is a good point. How long would you say it should be?
0: I think, you know, I I'm up in the air with it. I my my show is twenty-five seconds intro. So people are like, oh, it's a little long. I skip and just go to the content. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But for me, I'm like, I also kinda like that like the idea of like starting a show and kind of getting in the mood with the music and then having it start. But there's shows that are literally just like a quick sound cue that are like two or three seconds at the beginning, you know? Yeah. But I think song. Maybe ten five to ten seconds is kind of the sweet spot.
1: Here's a here's a really good idea. I don't uh off the top of my head, I can't remember if it's ten or fifteen seconds for that you can skip on mm. a podcast.
0: Depends on the app, but it's like fifteen or thirty usually. So
1: if you made a fifteen second podcast, a fifteen second music intro, yeah. that'd be Perfect or sixteen seconds. Mm. Oh, because then it gives people that like the music the chance. Or and it becomes a game. You yeah.
0: How you press play? You have one second to hit that button. Yeah. Start exactly. When That's it interesting. I've definitely heard shows. This is an interesting one. I've heard shows that use they have their theme music and then they have audio cues for when they're starting ads and when the ads are done.
1: Oh, that makes So sense. that way when
0: people are skipping through, they can find like, Oh, they hear the sound like, Oh, that an ad just ended. So I'll start listening here. You know? Yeah.
1: Um, the only thing I will say about music that we said, yeah, do whatever you want. Don't use something that's copyrighted, right? Absolutely, that should nope, be, that should no be a giving, stuff, but I'm just saying, yeah. like, that, that's really the one we thing should you got start avoid. that episode. This episode with the songs like, don't
0: copyright <laughs> yeah. anything, don't use anything copyrighted. I don't know, I'm not musical, but uh,
1: we could cut it up and put
0: it at the front, <laughs> yeah.
1: A little trailer, we
0: just have a flashing red sign like, don't use any copyrighted <laughs> material.
1: Um, so so to f- yeah, so you had your list of things for launching. So, Gmail usually is gonna be easy Can you just oh, capture yeah. everything in one space. Anchor or someplace to host your RSS feed. YouTube, if you have video, you have the music, which you, so you've covered those things. And the last piece, just to have a cohesive list, is the cover art. Yeah, cover those art, logo,
0: things. simple. Honestly, the, the, the lo- logo, just just scroll through like your podcast app. Just look at all the logos and kind of get a vibe for what you want. Have it be simple. Have it be readable. And have it be something you can maybe put on a sticker. Uh, yeah. we'll talk about making that stuff in an episode about marketing yeah. but launching yeah music logo and hosting all your stuff it's easy peasy
1: um, it? there's one more thing to um, say I'm a little working. prayer oh yeah <laughs> if you want to know if you like are you've listened to this thing. Maybe you're taking notes. We didn't say to tell anyone to take notes at the top. That would be really cool. Can you imagine someone listening to this with a pen and paper?
0: Dude, if oh. we just summarizing the end points, I'm like, yo, we should have had like an agenda up top. Yeah. <laughs> we should have had like a, okay, here's what we're going to do for you. Here's going to break it down. But this is also a podcast. This is not a six minute YouTube instructional. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I will also say though, if you're looking for a consolidated place, we are starting to grow uh, an email list yeah we are starting to grow a facebook page um, and then our instagram our hosts that come in here uh, we're trying to grow a um, uh, a instagram thread or an instagram group chat for yep. them but resources that are accessible to the public email us uh, we should yeah. have a website soon. Hit us
0: up at myfriendsbasementstudio at gmail.com. We'll literally answer whatever questions you want. You want quotes, you want advice, whatever. We can talk.
1: And if you go to our Instagram link yeah. at myfriendsbasementstudio, uh, you go to the link in our bio right now, and probably it'll probably be our website yeah. very soon where you can still do this. You can just, we have a form there. You say, I'm not looking to tour, but I'm looking to, um, get access to your launch guide yeah. that you have, um, because that is something we... We are, wrote up
0: basically a detailed write-up of what we talked about in this episode.
1: And yeah. we... I think we'll, we'll utilize uh, some of our graphic designer skills, yeah. and then hopefully host it on the website at some point, so people can go there. MyFriendsBasementStudio.com yeah. or MyFriendsBasement.Studio. I like that one and so hopefully much. dot .Studio is so yeah, cool. <laughs> hopefully download... <laughs> A PDF that we put there yeah. at some point. I don't know what the timeline is, but w- hopefully we become resources yeah. for you. But we're also friendly. DM us.
0: Yeah, DM us. Uh, you can DM me at asparagus asparagus with guts at the end on Instagram. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Maximovallen, which is easy. I don't know.
1: Um, we we said we we're gonna. Oh, yeah. Mine's at Connick Fiat Good luck. Good, Good luck. luck. It'll, it'll be
0: in the video description.
1: <laughs> but we said last time we'll end with some highlights from the week.
0: Okay. Weekly highlights. Uh, yeah.
1: I'd, shout out the people who are in here.
0: I'd say, uh, without saying any names, uh, Saturday I gave two tours to two people who, were, who saw the place and were down to record. Yeah. So we brought in two new clients and they are weekday clients, which is the first nice. for us because we work from home. It's easy to schedule people during the daytime. It's harder to schedule people in the evening when there's stuff going on. So yeah, it feels good to bring in a few people who are like just down to record during the day. That's a highlight for me.
1: The um, last week, I think it's been since recording here, it happened last, uh, like the day we recorded last week, Mm -hmm. we had another person come in who wants to use our services remotely. So basically in our basic packages, we have. standard like standard audio standard audio and video mm-hmm. and what happens for everyone that comes in here is we clean their audio yep and then we replace the video audio with the cleaned audio so you have something that is ready to post mm-hmm. we also put in the intro music outro music you have a package yep um but doing things remotely is really exciting because it allows us to reach more people, help more people. It simplifies the process. Something we didn't talk about in launching the podcast that maybe this is, this could be next time is how much work actually goes into maintaining a podcast. Let's talk about that next time. So much because that is what we're here for. (laughs) Yeah, We are here to like, so you don't need to worry about that stuff. Yeah, So you can still, if you're online, uh, use our services because we will clean it. We even through your webcam, through your mic, we will, uh, produce the show, so we'll be there to help talk through things with you. You can use us as resources still, but then we'll still clean it. Basically, you can use our services whether you're in studio or out. Obviously, we love having people in here. Uh, that was kind of cool. That, that really cool because there's a friend from college who just was like, "Hey, yeah, we, we want to support you." The other thing though, uh, we had Talk Sauce in here mm-hmm. on Sundays. Our good friend Bo Baloo, mm-hmm. his podcast, and he does a remote podcast. Yeah, and it, all his guests, uh, him, his co host, and his guest had matching t shirts uh, that said <laughs> skateboarding is cr- a crime, not an Olympic sport. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they, but the first thing they talked about when they came in, the first uh, 30 seconds of their podcast was like, Bro, we are in a studio. Like, we got to acknowledge this. This doesn't happen. Usually, we are on Zoom. <laughs> yeah. And uh, someone's using podcast, uh, Apple uh, headphones. Mm-hmm. It was just cool to see their reaction
0: to provide like a legit experience, you know?
1: But it's also just to see people like react totally. to something we build. I think yeah. We talked about it last time. It, it's really, it's really cool. Uh, if you want to see their reaction to being in the studio, we have a clip up now on our Instagram. Nice. But it's just like, I don't know. There's something about seeing like they're they have a really good idea what their podcast is. They've yeah. been doing it for a while. They know friends from home listen. That's how they catch up on their lives. Um, they know like people are gonna like these inside stories, but getting to help them out, mm-hmm. hearing how appreciative they are of the space and like Providing their that friend group with uh hopefully like a core memory or something. Yeah, They look back and be like, yeah, remember that time we were in a studio? That was really cool. Also, they had me chime in uh from the 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 desk in yeah. episode sixty-nine part two. Yeah. <laughs> they literally <laughs> skipped episode sixty-nine. They're at 72. They're like, We're saving it and coming back for when we're in the studio. <laughs> but I got to That's chime great. in. So much fun. Uh, I love, shout out to Talkson. That's one of the
0: small joys of producing the podcast is when they want you to talk on mic. It's oh, just yeah. like, oh, I'm a, I'm a guest on every podcast I've recorded this week. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: pretty sweet. But that was a lot of fun. It's cool when they like pulled up in a ride show. I don't know which one. Yeah. Uh, nice. I don't care to share. But they oh, all yeah. had matching t-shirts and sunglasses. I'm like this is very cool. This is very cool. fun. And we gave awesome. them beer.
0: Hell yeah. Beer in the studio.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: All right, guys. Well we'll come back next week and we'll talk about maintaining a podcast or marketing. Maybe we'll save marketing for later,
1: marketing for later. Cause that's something yeah. we're growing with. But I think
0: yeah, we, we're dummies about marketing. No, we're, 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 we're figuring it out. We're, we're figuring learning it
1: out. Um, and then, but I think maintain like the actual work that yeah. goes into it, maybe share some more stories. Cause this time was a little abstract in terms of like, yeah, here are the things you need to do, which is more of that conversation. We talk with clients. We're not like, here's our experience about, yeah, putting up an RSS feed it's like hey go to anchor
0: yeah. like it it's funny cuz when i tell people what to do and i sit down with them and help them out through it now it's like the ability to just do that and have it easy is like years of like problems <laughs> if listen you- if you don't want google to reject your podcast check include my email address in my RSS feed <laughs> you know just simple <laughs> simple things but
1: the uh, we'll
0: maintain we'll uh, talk about it
1: and if you need a recap Follow us.
0: Yeah, if you need a recap, follow us on My Friend's Basement We'll probably studio. turn it into a
1: post. Uncertain. That's a point. Go to the website. Do well, yeah. all the stuff. Subscribe. Subscribe to, to my YouTube life. channel. Um, also, I'm excited to see what I look like next episode.
0: Nice. I am too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. We hope you learned something this episode. And feel free to DM us. All the links are going to be in the description. And uh, we'll talk to you all next week. Oh, yeah, we will. Bye.
1: Bye.